the Lord be with you. It was sometime between midnight and the morning of December 4, 1875, that the German steamship Deutschland ran aground off the English coast, and the steamship immediately began taking on water and 78 lives were lost, among them five Franciscan nuns who had been forced out of Germany. Now, in wake of that tragedy, English poet Gerhard Manley Hopkins wrote a poem in which he celebrated the lives of those five Franciscans and he celebrated Christ's victory over death. Now, there was a line in the poem that is, well, it's actually a prayer in which he asked, let Christ Easter in us. And today, as you and I, as, as we face pandemic, war, upheaval, tragedy, so we would pray, let Christ Easter in us. That is, let the meaning of Easter, the good news of Easter, let it fill us and permeate every fiber of our being. Now, as, as we pray that prayer, let Christ Easter in us, as we pray that, I, I'm thinking of the prayer that the Apostle Paul prays in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. As Paul prays that every believer know, quote, the immeasurable greatness of God's power for us who believe. And then Paul goes on to say that that, that power is the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Now, just a few days ago, on Good Friday, we remembered Jesus' death on the cross. We remembered his crushed, cold, lifeless form that was laid in a grave. And then on Easter, the Holy Spirit breathes life into a lifeless Jesus. The Holy Spirit breathed not just life, but he breathed God's life, divine life, eternal life. The Holy Spirit breathes life into Jesus so that, so that death could not hold Jesus and Jesus was raised from the dead. And the Apostle Paul says that that power that did that, that that is the immeasurable greatness of God's power that raised Jesus from the dead. Now, one of the significant things about God's power that's in you and me it's, it's what God tells Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, as he says, God's power is made perfect in weakness. So that leads Paul to, to then say, so I will boast more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Perhaps I catch you today not feeling at all powerful. I mean, perhaps you're feeling just the opposite of powerful as maybe you're feeling fragile, run down, powerless. And that puts you at just the right place for God's power to go to work. That that power that raised Jesus from the dead, that, that power is at work in you as, as Scripture says that God's power is made perfect in weakness. Now, you may not feel like Batman today. 
I mean, you may not feel like any superhero today, and and that's okay because it's not about you, it's not about me, it's about God and and God's power that is at work within us. And so we would pray, let Christ Easter in us. I like it that throughout much of Europe in the Middle Ages that people reckoned Easter as New Year's Day. And people often spoke of Easter as the beginning of a new year, as they sought to live in the immeasurable greatness of God's power for us who believe. And so we could begin today, in a sense, a new year, make it the beginning of a new way of living, living in the same power that raised Jesus from the dead and gave him the name that is above every name. I want to close out today with the end of a prayer that Paul prays in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we can ask or imagine, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Let Christ Easter in us. I am Tim Smith, a fellow traveler. Thank you for listening. Until next time.